0: That's the one thing all great teams have in common: great coaching. I'll try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I've been in that with the too, brother. You stop it.
1: No, I agree. I would not be an asset physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack, quack,
2: quack, 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 quack! quack! No! 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 It's the Quack
1: Attack podcast. Hey everybody, I hate hockey and I don't like kids. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello everyone. That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Welcome to the Clay Deck Podcast, and Affinity of My Decks Podcast. We are back. We got the crew back together again. It's been a little bumpy road for the last, I don't know, couple of months, but we're making it happen. I'm very excited for this one because we have mentioned in the past, Kevin, he's becoming a mogul now and I didn't know how much he wanted to talk about on the pod, but he's here now. And the whole point of our episode revolves around his empire that he's building in the real estate world. So I think we're gonna we're gonna go through the ducks. Kevin, you you are a landlord of, of multiple dwellings right now, is that correct? Correct. Yeah. And what is the difference between a slumlord and a landlord? Uh, I mean, <laughs> so a, a lot of people, there isn't lump, one. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people lump
0: the landlords into the slum lords. Um, I think, I, I think that the, the biggest difference is, uh, like good landlords, you know, they care, they know the rules, they, um, they, they work with their tenants and, 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 you know, there's a lot of like tenants education that goes on. And like when you, when you place tenants and things like that. So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, slum lords are typically more, um, you know, Hands off, and uh, don't really care for their properties and things like that, and and don't don't follow uh, local laws and things like that. That's probably a a, a very general description uh, or a delineation between the two.
1: So, what do you identify as?
0: I like being a good landlord. Okay, um, you know, I, I I I like you know uh, working with with tenants, and um, you know, um, I, I, I I I take pride in that, and I. I I do enjoy it. Um, we'll, we'll see how long that lasts, but, um, I do enjoy it.
2: Now, Kevin, what are some of the traits of good landlords? Uh,
0: I mean, kind of just what I alluded to, you know, good communication. Um, uh, I think, um, setting expectations up front, um, things like that. Um, taking care of your property, you know, knowing, knowing what you're responsible, what you're not responsible for and, 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 you know, educating your tenants, um, you know, making and that's kind of part of the expectation setting process is making sure that they know that they're responsible for a clogged toilet versus calling you at two in the morning if a toilet is clogged, things like that. Um, but, um, but yeah, just being fair, um, but also being, um, you know, I guess firm and 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 following your, your your you know your lease and everything like
2: that. Seems like expectations are a pretty big part of it. So you think you could be a good landlord even if it's like, look, I'm not doing anything. But you guys need to understand that like that's you're laying it out there right
0: i mean most of those scenarios are i mean it, it, it would be pretty hard and be pretty dangerous for you to do that as a property owner um mm-hmm. most of those scenarios where that happens is you know you have a product a property management company uh working and um and the, and the, the issue with that is like there are a lot of really bad property management companies um and nobody's gonna like care about your property as much as you should um but uh yeah, that's probably the, the scenario that, you, that you're kind of talking about where it's kind of like set and forget that those are the, typically the scenarios. And that's when you t- tend to see like the rundown apartment complexes and stuff. If, if you're if you're uh, uh, property owners aren't aren't really like keeping tabs on that and checking in and, and managing their property managers, which is which is a big piece of that, too.
1: All right. So we have that. We're going to run through the ducks here and and you know other characters but I will say Kevin you are looking to expand so if any of the listeners you know have any hot tips out there I think Kevin is is willing to listen uh yeah
0: I'm uh, looking to expand in the Columbus Ohio area uh just bought a duplex in uh, in Columbus Ohio that is uh in in, in the process of being uh rehabbed right now uh to get tenant ready to, uh so yeah if anybody. Is uh, in the columbus area or or knows of anybody in the in the real estate game in in the columbus area or or just anybody in general just uh yeah, let me know
2: yeah now what are what are columbus's big like offers? I've never been to Columbus and I never plan to be in Columbus, so <laughs> why would I want to move there or visit there potentially
0: uh I mean Ohio State University is there, yeah. which is probably the, the biggest, biggest draw one. uh it is the largest city in Ohio um at this point. Uh, it is, it, it's a growing city. unlike most of the other major metros in in Ohio, um, by population, is growing. Um, it soon, there'll be, uh, a lot of industry kind of, uh, companies are, are moving there. Intel is, is moving there and, uh, you know, some big things like that. Um, I, I actually was there while the state fair was going on. I didn't get a chance to visit it, but, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, shout out, uh, duck called the Sadie. I think this is our second duck call actually, um. Oh she she uh mentioned the uh the the butter the butter sculpture uh contest or, or something to me uh, and, and was disappointed that i didn't get to go see that the um, butter sculpture contest yes uh, the multiple butter sculpt so we have the one butter sculpture here at the texas State fair but uh i, I guess they have multiple butter sculptures and it's a competition but uh but yeah it's a uh, it's a it's it's a cool city um I, I i've i enjoyed my town i was pretty busy while i was there so i didn't get like a ton of time to check out the the sites but it's got a cool beer scene um it's got some it's got a lot of like german history there There's like a german town and um which is pretty cool um uh, yeah.
1: now one sold <laughs> would you listen to tip's in other cities or are you just focused on you know the one uh, there?
0: yeah i mean i i i had been exploring uh some other markets as well uh okay. like specifically like san antonio was was one of them that i was looking at and uh, i'm definitely you know I'm, I'm not i'm never gonna turn out i like talking about it so you know i like um i like exploring other things um columbus okay. is probably where i'm focused on for the immediate uh, future but uh down the line you know certainly uh, it'll probably open yeah. up a little bit more
1: we i mean we have some listeners in england we have some listeners in australia i'm sure there's there's housing there too so you could be <laughs> australia international.
0: australia uh housing is uh wildly expensive uh well it's specifically in like the metros um uh it is uh pretty crazy the real estate market there um but uh but yeah
1: i like how you you have done the research on that that's incredible All right. Uh, Well, I mean,
0: yeah, I've just heard some people talk about it and uh, I I know some people in Australia and they kind of had mentioned how much they paid for their houses and stuff. So uh,
1: yeah. All right. So with that context, let's take a look at the money ducks. And I don't know if we want to divide them into slumlord landlord or like, can
0: I, can I, can I do a a quick uh, tweak to this, to this format? Sure. Um, uh, I, I think it'd be better if we, if we focus not just on, on like landlords, but like also like different like roles in the real estate game. Oh, um, interesting. You know, there, there are a lot of different functions. Um, So, uh, and, and it, it might be a little bit easier for me to talk about that, but, um, but uh, I, I think there are a few that come to mind that I think it'll be relevant. and I, I can bring those up as we're working through the list. Okay. Yeah. And
2: I think it's also like, who would be good, who would be bad. And uh, you know, is it like, you know, do we want to say something? You give each Mighty Duck $100,000 for real estate investment. Mm, what yeah. do they do with it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good.
1: That's good. I will preface this by saying I am all for this. Uh, Kevin's, you know, mogul and and his sort of side business becoming a big thing because I assume if he makes enough to quit his job, he'll have more time for the pot. So I think <laughs> me and the rest of that's us. what I, that's
0: what I'm doing it for you know just to make <laughs> more time for
1: the pod he's doing it for the pod so we should all support Kevin and his endeavors here uh I mean let's just start at the top of the alphabet with Averman how do we feel about his uh prowess so
0: all right so th- this is actually kind of uh, the, the first one that I, I was thinking about when I alluded to you know changing the format a little bit um as a landlord i think it might be tough for him just cuz he's kind of a pushover um uh, so I, I don't know if he would be great at like the day to day management uh I, I definitely don't think he would be a, a slum lord um i i think he would i think he would be fair but i i do think it would be difficult for him to you know kind of have the, the the tougher conversations that he would need to have um and and you know charge like late fees and stuff like that um so yeah. he, might, he, he might not be great in that respect as a landlord.
2: I definitely see him being pushed over and be like, well, you know, just get it to me when you can. Or like, well, you know, can you give me like half of it now? Um, and so I, I think kind of like uh, he would be taken advantage of, but I could also see his tenants like really liking him because he is like supporting them or whatever. But yeah, that being said, Averman, I, I
0: do think there's one thing kind of in the real estate world he would be particularly fantastic at. Uh, And that would be as a wholesaler, which uh, Mm. just a quick general concept of that is uh, you find somebody that needs to sell their house quickly um, for, you know, a myriad of reasons. Sometimes it's, they inherited it. Sometimes they're, uh, you know, have back taxes on it that they can't afford. They need a roof fix that they can't can't afford, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And and generally all of that is about building relationships with people, uh, you know, finding them and, and, and reaching out to them and, you know, talking to them and figuring out what their problems are and solving their problems. I think he would, be excellent at that because he he has the gift of gab um so i i think that would be kind of his ideal um real estate industry role Hmm.
1: i like it i like it let's move on adam banks
2: Is he the kind of guy who would have like you'd have like a bank's property management and he just hires all these people to work for him and it's like it's the bank's name kind of thing
1: yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's involved at all. I think he mm-hmm. pays other people to do it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I
0: think he's more of like a a, a silent um, kind of like a money partner for somebody. Mm. Uh, so I don't I don't think he really concerns himself with the day to day. He 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 has the money, um, and he uh, you know he has a, a partner that does all the all the all the work, um, uh, kind of the, the the general partner, and he's he's more of the the, the financial partner in that in that scenario. Um, I like it I think I think I think that makes sense I like I, I don't think one way or the other he's a you know a good landlord landlord because landlord, he's not really a landlord um, he's just kind of a but he is an investor
1: there you go I like it Charlie Conway I think Charlie I think Charlie
0: would be good the, I, I think the only problem with Charlie is that he's quick to whine so I don't <laughs> think he would I think he would get annoyed very easily uh, and mm. I think he might get tired of dealing with it um, so i i think that would probably be his biggest weakness so maybe he would be a really good landlord for like a year and then it would start to wear down on him over time uh so I, and maybe he just like kind of leaves you know quits sells his properties all, all together
1: wow short run I,
2: I think that's a good assessment i i could also see charlie caring about like his tenants and things like that and but then like kind of realizing like yeah this this isn't for me yeah
1: okay all right well so we're we're zero for three here on really like landlords and this kind (laughs) of stuff uh we have uh the duo tommy and tammy duncan next i don't know if we want to split them up or they go in as a brother sister team i i think it's like
2: tammy runs like the the money and tommy's like the handyman (laughs) and he's just terrible (laughs) at it and He's just like walking around with duct tape all over the place, and just like just looks disheveled. And Tammy's like, "You you've got to go to like seven more units today, and you're just like sitting around like playing with your Pokemon cards."
1: <laughs> I do like that. So I think yeah.
2: Tammy Tammy is like the brains. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I, I mean... think ta-
0: Tammy Tammy is a good landlord. Uh, Tommy, I would I don't know bad landlord is is or slumlord is really the right word for him, but he I think he tries hard. Yeah, uh, just don't know <laughs> yeah. if He's good it no maybe it may
2: it's something where like if tammy and tommy like inherited like a bunch of properties and it's like well tammy's like well i'm gonna handle them i'm gonna give you one property okay to see how you do and then you know just does terribly and you know maybe eventually he figures things out um because like every like he's supposed to go there to evict them and he's just like playing video games with them the whole time sam's like weren't, didn't, weren't you supposed to evict them what are you doing He's like oh well you know they're they wanted to hang out so
1: yeah the bumbling handyman I think is a is a good spot for Tommy to land. Uh we move on to Julie Gaffney.
0: Yeah I mean I, I think I I think she's as solid as you get. I mean uh she's she, pretty she's, cutthroat. She and she's like she's stern when she needs to be stern but she's you know she can be friendly and and you know I, I think she's very fair. Um I think that's that's kind of her biggest attribute. And no surprise uh we we kind of always put her in in the upper echelon in every every discussion we have about her. And I think she fits this mold particularly
2: well. I could yeah. see her having like lenience for for kind of people who follow the rules. But if you're like, you know, if your apartment smells like, you know, weed all the time or something, she's like, nope, fuck off. You missed your payment. Get yeah. out. You know, I'm not dealing <laughs> with that shit. Yeah. But if you're like a single parent who's clearly trying, she's like, I'm going to work with you and I want to help you. I'll, sure. I'll like give you some forms to fill out. You know, here's how you can get assistance kind of thing.
1: Yeah. 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 She's not afraid, you know, to step up and speak to Bombay, but, you know, when the Iceland team comes over, she's not afraid to stand up there and be like, Hey, and just check them. So good, good for Julie. Just continues to just win at life here. Just a real <laughs> all around all American, really. Guy Germain. I think Guy
0: would be good. Uh, I think he'd kind of fall in the same category as Averyman a little bit, though. I think he's a little bit of a pushover. Um but I, yeah, I, I think he would generally be good. He seems to be a very like steady person. So I, mm-hmm. I feel like he, you know, he would kind of roll with the punches and and I, I don't think it would like wear him down over time like it would for some of them. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's, he is just a solid dude, uh, but he might struggle a little bit with, uh, with some of the more difficult uh, conversations.
1: Now, does he have like a different role? Do you have a different role for him? Like you had- for Averman or is he, you know, pretty much in the, in the pocket here?
2: Um,
0: I think, um, I don't know. I I think, I think he works as, as kind of the boots on the ground kind of guy. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I think, I I don't think he would struggle with that at all. And, and, um, but I mean, or or maybe also he is more suited to being like a a more of a money guy too. Um, but I think he would be solid. I, I think he'd be good at either really, uh, kind of in, in those two scenarios.
1: All right. So we move on to Greg Goldberg.
0: Okay. I I think Goldberg falls in the same category as Averman. I think he would be great as a wholesaler um, just because he, you know, he can talk somebody's ear off and I, I, you know, I think he's very like approachable and um, you know, I I think, you know, I I know he likes to joke around a lot, but I think he's like a very authentic kind of character. And I think he'd be able to, especially in like, you know, inner cities, like, you know, in Philly or whatever, I think he would be Mm -hmm. really good at that role. Um. Uh, so yeah, I, I think he he's suited to that. I don't think he would be a great kind of boots on the ground, day to day management type of person. So, uh, but maybe he is more of the you know the deal finder and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you figure the Goldbergs. You know, the deli blows up. He's maybe got some cash. I could see him getting into some bad deals though and squandering yeah. the Goldberg fortune, as we. <laughs> go there and and
0: maybe he he also is like the guy he's more of a commercial investor too you know maybe he he buys the the retail spaces the restaurant spaces and things like that and Mm. that's kind of the 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 part of the industry that that he goes for
1: yeah i i just don't think it ends well for goldberg (laughs) for some reason i think this it's this is above like he gets in too deep in this and it all unravels for him
2: I think maybe he accepts some like some shady seed money or something like that, <laughs> like inadvertently. And he just gets in trouble.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hasn't uh, cut
2: too many corners
1: that I could see that, you know, especially with, you know, how he, well, I guess he was kind of convinced of it, but it, the way he, he sort of tried to just get Julie to be worse than in D3 instead of trying to get better. Let's move on to Jesse and Terry. You figure they would go together. But maybe. the Hall
2: brothers. Mm, I, I like I, it. I, I could see Jesse having like a temper. Mm, but I, I don't think know I, I think
0: Jesse would be very good. Um, not so much maybe well, maybe some of the property management stuff, but um, I think he would be really good at like working with contractors because he wouldn't take any of their shit. Yeah. Um, I think he would be a really good like project manager from that standpoint. Um so I think, like on on larger innovations and things like that, uh, you know, he's kind of your asset, and then and then uh, and and maybe Terry would be the better, you know, day to day property manager kind of kind of person. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I think that would be a pretty good relationship if if they had like a you know a, a somebody that brought the money or or if one of them brought the money too.
1: I like it. I like it. All right, uh, Dave Karp and or Peter Mark. I don't know if if we're we want to have them. Going to business together, I I I do like
0: uh like uh Peter Mark and Carp properties or something like that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Mark and Carp, yeah, Mark
1: and Carp. That sounds nice. Um, but uh,
0: I think I think I think they would fall in the slumlord
1: category, but only
0: (laughs) not not for like not for malicious reasons. Um, I think Carp would just be bad at it. Um. (laughs) Peter, Peter Mark would probably be a lot better. I, I think uh, maybe Peter Mark would be. A, I think Peter Mark would also cut a lot of corners, which, yes. would, which would be the issue. Um, I think he would think, be good at the like the hustle part of the business, like the getting of the deals and stuff. I think he would be really good at.
2: Um, I think but I Peter think would, would definitely like have like drive like a big expedition or a navigator or something like really kind of be flashy, like yeah. when he probably shouldn't be. Um, and you know, kind of have like two cell phones, wear a few rings, that kind of thing. And uh, he's just like, Carp, let me do the talking as always, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Peter, Peter Mark, he's gonna be involved in some you know, expose story with government corruption, something like and, that. And but... he would
2: be like taking advantage of like low income housing rules. I, yeah. I was gonna.
0: I was gonna say that, like, I can see them being like Section Eight housing, um, and then like kind of skirting those rules, or you know, I, I don't know exactly how, but kind of taking advantage of, of those things. Um, so I can Carp see that. one hundred percent
2: lives in one of those Section Eight like places. Like he just like well, I might as well live here. You know, this is <laughs> yeah. great. I, I,
0: I feel like Carp would kind of be like a, a patsy in that scenario. Like he, he would
2: kind of he'd kind of take the fall for Peter Mark or something right. like that. You know, un, unwittingly. Right. It'd be like they'd investigate him, and they'd be like, "No one could be this stupid." And then, like after six hours of interviewing him, okay, we're gonna let you go because you are that stupid.
1: <laughs> All right, let's move on to Luis Mendoza.
2: Mm. I, Luis
0: Mendoza would be fantastic. Uh, you know, especially if he was in a like Spanish-speaking area where it's mm. highly prevalent. Um, great at working with contractors. Um, and I, I think too, he would also be very good at like the wholesaling game. Cause obviously he's very smooth, um, is, you know, able to, uh, uh, kind of charm people, uh, very, very disarming. Um, so I think he would be very good at that as well. Um, from a, I mean, I, I don't think he would be a bad like property manager or, or you know, like a, a landlord. I, I think he'd be really good at that too, but I think he would excel as a, as a wholesaler, um, and kind of working in that project management role.
2: I, I think Louis, you know, his downfall would be he would be working too much because you know he doesn't know how to stop, and so he would be really good at it like and just go 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 nonstop, and he he wouldn't ever just kind of like hey you know I need to, you know, sit back take a vacation. He's working nonstop. Right. Yeah, and uh, kind of to that point too, I, I think he, that that might be a, an issue for him uh, when
0: it comes to like renovations and stuff. He might go a little too far. Mm. Um, he might spend a little too much money because uh, he because he doesn't know like know when to stop. So I, I, I like that concept.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does. He does have a real like real estate agent vibe. I, th- I think we found. The he, call. Yeah, he might be a
0: re- a great agent too. That's a good point. I hadn't I hadn't considered any of these uh, to be to be agents. Uh, but yeah, I think he might be like kind of the ideal guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, this is gonna end badly, but it it will be flashy for a while <laughs> for Louis. So he'll have a good run there, Connie Moreau.
0: I think Connie would be a really good agent too um i think uh i think she would be good because i think she would be a good negotiator for her clients um uh but I, I think she would also make it for a good landlord too because she you know she's a pretty serious person as well um so I, I think she would take everything seriously and you know learn the rules and things like that learn the laws um so i think she would be really good at but i do think she would be a good agent
1: because she's oh. friendly
0: but she's very also very like stern at, at points as well
1: right all right, so we have let's see five more ducks left and then we can have, you know, a bonus round where we can pick any other characters. But uh we have Dean Portman and Fulton Reed. I don't know if you know if this Fulton gonna want to go into business with Portman and vice versa, I guess, but we could split them up or keep them together. I, think, I don't know, you know Bash Brothers,
2: assets, right? Like Bash Brothers Realty, you know. <laughs> And I and I think Fulton like reins Portman in and maybe Portman realized what his strengths are and he's mm-hmm. like
0: I I think it, I think we kind of got a glimpse into this in in uh in Game Changers too. So I I I mean they're you know they're the construction team, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. they go in there, they're or oh, they're, they're flipping the, they're, they're the flippers, they're uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Um so I I think they'd be I think they'd be great at that. Um, you know, Portman Portman does the demo and uh Fulton manages the product the project and and uh and kind of you know, make sure everybody stays in line because they're both pretty imposing figures. Um so I think that's their ideal role,
1: yeah, that's good. That's good. I think you know the the contractors, the workers will really like Portman too. so that I like that a lot. uh Dwayne Robertson. Uh,
0: I think Dwayne specializes. I think he you know goes into owning ranches and and yeah. kind of ranch properties. I know that a a, a good number of people like they'll they'll own ranch properties for the significant like tax breaks that you get uh, if you own like um, like farmland or, or, you know, cattle and things like that. So maybe he kind of specializes in that area. I honestly don't know much about that realm, but I think that, you know, is ideal for him. And I I think also he would make a very good agent because, uh, you know, he's just super friendly and, and personable and likes to talk to people and, you know, very disarming. I think he'd be really good at that.
1: Nice. you need to buy a ranch kevin i I have no desire to buy a ranch (laughs) but we could all hang out i'm
0: a i'm I'm more of a city boy
2: (laughs) well maybe you could just build like a ranch-esque house oh a raised ranch if you will
1: that's good urban ranches that's gonna be the (laughs) new trend
2: urban ranches i like that and you give everyone a a thing of ranch dressing when they close
1: (laughs) nice yeah that's a niche for sure uh russ tyler
2: hmm russ i think russ would be
0: i don't think he'd be a good landlord (laughs) he's a little too i don't know i think he's a little too distracted to kind of be that um i think he would he he has the gift of gab too i think he would be i think he'd be a pretty good wholesaler i think he'd be maybe a good
2: agent um i think he would like uh, hook up all of his friends and then like You know, maybe he's like overcharging people he doesn't know, but he's like giving people deals who he does know, or something. I don't know.
1: I like it. I like. Yeah, I can see that. All right, and then the last duck of the original. I don't think we're going to game changers. I don't know. I still don't know how to deal with game changers as like (laughs) an entry into the universe. But uh, Ken Wu. Yeah,
0: I I think I think he might be like the most well-rounded of all of them, maybe um he's just you know he's very smart uh he's very personable um i think he would know there he would take the time to make sure that he was getting good deals um whenever he he buys and i think he would you know get you know just be very systematic about things um you know he has the discipline he's a he's an olympic level figure skater you know he 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 can he can figure out you know a a a regiment and everything like that so
2: um, I, I, I think, think that he, he might be uh, like the
0: best overall of all of them.
2: I, I think discipline is kind of the key word there. Cause I also think he's the guy who's going to like study the markets and things like that. And it's just like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm breaking into this market because of a, B and C, this algorithm that I wrote tells me this is the time to do it. And I think it's also like, he, he really kind of does like the risk versus reward. And if something doesn't sound good, you know, and he's like, my numbers aren't checking. I'm I got to get out and so and he's not um he does it very you know nicely but he's not going to like invest in peter and carps you know <laughs> swindling business or whatever he's going to be like guys it doesn't make sense
0: yeah yeah i think he might be less like boomer bust like he might be like kind of the the slow um, mm-hmm. slow mm-hmm. and steady one um but i but i think that's that's a, a good profile for him
1: mm-hmm. all right so we really have like four Good landlords out here. Four Kevins in the group. We have Julie, (laughs) Luis, Connie, and Ken Wu. Out of those, do we have a top, do you have a top pick for, you know, someone you want to do business or someone you want to represent you? Um, I think for me, it's between
2: Julie and Ken Wu. And I kind of want to go with Ken Wu, a little bit of recency bias, but I do think that, his style and like you know, kind of crunching the numbers would would jive with what I would want to someone who I would want to work with because I'd be like, okay, I can tell this person is meticulous. Um, but I'm curious, Kevin's thoughts. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would. Be, I guess it would kind of depend on what I'm what I'm doing. Uh, if you could partner I, I think, with one person for your Columbus property, who would it be? Mm.
0: Well, let me let me reframe that a little bit. If if I would if I could partner with anybody for my Columbus endeavors. Mm-hmm. might might um it right. might be like averman or um, uh because it's all about like finding the deals for me cuz like i i'm i have a good handle on you know like the the landlording and and things like that um but if you could partner with somebody that can find you the deals that's um that's that's ideal for me. what about for person, someone
2: to, someone that um... does what i do what about if you were just like, Hey, I need to take a step back, I need someone to run my day to day operations and like to be the landlord for my Columbus properties? Who's he going to be? Julie the cat, easily.
1: Mm, yeah, okay, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I think Ken Wu is like a bigger uh, he's got a bigger vision, maybe. Where Joe- I think, think? I think
0: Kenny, I think Kenny Wu is his own business you know what i mean right he kind of does it all and 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 he's the one looking to partner with somebody to fill in a gap here and there
1: all right i like that um anybody else from the ducks universe you want to touch on do we want to talk about bombay or hans or gunner bombay
0: bombay would be a really good agent because he's a good negotiator um Mm. i think um i think he he you know fits that role pretty well um or, or just a real estate attorney, obviously. That's uh, I think good. that works. Um, and then uh, Hans obviously is the money guy.
1: Yeah, just a big time investor. All right. I like it. Let's take a short break and then we will come back with the quiet question. We are back. We have the quiet question, but I do want to I do want to hear from the quiet lights about what they thought about you know the real estate rules of the Mighty Ducks, but you ask us questions. On Twitter, through Facebook, through the Discord, which is where this one came from. And we picked the best ones, try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quiet question today?
0: Uh, today's quiet question, I, I assume this came from Twitter, but uh, it's Discord. from Air Discord. Okay, it's from Air Lamera on Discord. And the question is uh, Do you think Bombay deserves to have Connie and Guy's kid named after him? Seems like a low bar.
1: How long was Bombay in Connie and Guy's life? Like, he was their coach for that year, and maybe like three, About four three more. Three years. years. Yeah, three, four more years. Like, I let, mean, let
0: me let me frame it to you this way: Would you have ever considered naming a child after one of your childhood coaches?
1: Well, I mean, my dad was my coach for a, a long time. So no. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: So they have three kids, right? Do we know was it the oldest, the youngest?
1: That's a good question. I don't. I don't think we know do it's to like go, I, we can't go back and look. I can't They're, review uh, the I, tape.
0: I forget. Did they name him Gordon or Bombay?
2: I think it was Gordon.
0: Okay. I mean, I, I I will also say this. I think the the coolness of the name factors in here. Like Gordon's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Um. And as is Bombay. So maybe if his name was like Gary or Brent or you know like a like a more of a, a traditional you know just could be anybody. Uh, I think that's. I don't mean that to insult any of the Garys or Brents out there. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Kevin. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Have our listeners.
0: But yeah, you know, I think that 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 works. Um or that factors into it.
1: Yeah, but I don't I don't know if it's the oldest or the youngest. But yeah, I mean he was on he came into their life and then they went to high school and he become became director of player personnel for the Junior Goodwill Games. And we don't really know anything that happened in between uh bombay definitely you know fell off the map at least for them for a while because you know they were they were so you you gotta think he went
2: to their wedding though right like he certainly was invited
1: yeah that's a good point so he had some contact And and so really
2: maybe it's over the last decade that he's fallen off not like since they were 14 so like you gotta think he's at the wedding And it's like he's a huge influence in their lives, obviously. But I guess maybe it's like once he got fired for his like from his coaching job, that's when he like kind of Mm -hmm. disappeared.
1: Okay. So he stays in contact with them. He goes to the wedding. That would I feel like that would lend more credence to them naming their oldest after him versus their youngest when he starts to sort of disappear. Which I think is like a bigger deal. I think you get to like the third, and you're you're kind of you're kind of uh, tapped out. You're at, you grasping for
0: straws. You don't know <laughs> yeah, to name it. exactly. Like, yeah, I can
1: name them after my childhood hockey coach. Right. So the the order, which I never really thought about, I think is a big one. Like the first kid, you're you know that's months and months and months, and then the second kid is like a few months, and then it's like, I I mean I don't have a third kid, but I feel like it would be, you know, maybe a few weeks. But, yeah, so I think it lends Credence to them giving him the oldest one. Or maybe, I mean, we don't know if it's a girl or a boy. So it could be a middle child. It could be they could have two girls, one boy, something like that, girl, boy, girl, something. So if it's the only boy, I think that's that's even stronger. So there's a lot of factors we don't know about. In all those cases, though, I would I would sort of agree. Like that's. that's so
2: what... do we think also like, um, what's their last? Is it you know Gordon, you know Germain um, Moreau? Because that's like Gordon Germain like Moreau. Is that like good or is it just Gordon Germain? You know, yeah.
1: my my initial sense is Connie keeps her name, but the kids are named Germaine. I don't know if there's any dashes, but that's that's just a pure speculation guess.
2: I think it depends on when she got into politics and whether she wanted to be like, you know, what vote like does she go by I'm a working woman, you know, I'm you know, Connie, you know, Jermaine Moreau, um, or is it I think you know, when just, the kids names are hyphenated. Yeah, oh, I, I, that's kinda of what I'm leading to. Okay. So I think, you know, Gordon Jermaine Moreau is like, ooh, that's like there we go. Yeah, that's the future president of
0: Yes. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah is Bombay the middle name is it like Gordon Bombay Jermaine Giraud- Moreau
2: that'd be weird um but I could see it maybe
1: and I I guess there's like a possibility that they just named the middle name Gordon and it was like something else and like that's how they honored Bombay they said oh we named our kid after him so it
0: was like Brent Gordon
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Front Gordon Jermaine Moreau. but uh, to answer the question, did he deserve to have it? I mean, kids, people can name their kids whatever they want, really. So maybe I would say no. Like I wouldn't name my kid, you know, after Gordon if I was in that situation. But I could see it happening.
0: This is a, this is like kind of a, uh, or this is very much a tangent. But uh, I I saw something a post the other day of somebody that was uh, questioning why we name kids when they're born and not wait until like they develop a personality so mm-hmm. like they they just like had a kid and it was like a baby until it was like seven or whatever kid or whatever they called it uh and then like once it like they could you know see it's person then they named it or they let them pick them i don't
1: know wow but i yeah i feel like i've heard that in like norway or something you should, you should, some you should do that with there.
2: the next one mike
1: Oh, uh, I don't I feel think like there's gonna be one. Well,
2: <laughs> okay. I think back in like the day they didn't name them until they were like two, because like the infant mortality rate was so high, mm. you know. And so like in some cultures that's how it was. But like seven, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't I remember a lot. what the age was, but yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, that guy's definitely a Gary or a Brent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> oh this guy this kid's a car pot I,
1: <laughs> I feel like i did read something about how in some i want to say as a scandinavian country but i also am rewatching the initial mighty ducks to come up with our moments bracket so i might be influenced where like they wait a year to really give them a true name but i don't know um maybe that's what connie and he did and they said oh this is this kid acts exactly like gordon did but to answer, to go all the way back to Bobby's question, which was, did Bombay deserve to have Connie and Gee's kid named after him? I would say no.
0: I I would say no, only because like I think it would be yes if it was like Carp or Peter Mar or so, something like where like Bombay like completely changed their life, uh, like if that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Gee and Connie, it's like they were probably fine you know if Bombay hadn't come along Uh, or maybe like like Charlie Charlie yes
2: but not Guy and Con Charlie wanted to be a Bombay you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point Connie and Guy I from I know what we seem like it's not like Bombay brought them together or anything he just showed up mid-season they were already on the same team they were already together so I say no Tommy what do you say
2: I'm going to say yes. You know, I, I think just because he was hugely influential, um, and, and it sounds good. And, you know, a lot of people also will use like, um, like initials. So it's like, Oh, instead of calling him like Gee Jr., it's like Gordon, it's like, you've got the G for Guy, but then you also have like, it's, you know, obviously inspired by this coach. And so, yeah, I'd say it's, it was worth it at the
1: time. There you go. Fair enough quack lights we want to hear from you go, Quackatech.com. go there contact us at quack Tech pod on twitter facebook.com slash quack go to itunes or spotify wherever you listen give us five stars click the follow button that uh is helpful again they send me the spotify follower numbers so follow us on spotify so i feel good about myself when i check those and yeah Keep listening. We're, we're for some reason we're killing it in Gambia. We've been in the charts in Gambia for like six weeks. Usually we go in the charts on a the, on the country and then we pop out of the charts. But Gambia, we're just holding strong. So uh Where is that? <laughs> all the listeners in Gambia out there and thanks to our producers for helping us continue to keep the lights on and continue to distribute the show across the world, including the Gambia. And remember, Ducks fly together.
2: The Republic of the Gambia to you, Mike. <laughs> sorry. And Ducks fly together, especially in Banjul, the Gambia, which is the capital. <laughs> which <laughs> I, I definitely know. <laughs>
0: the the Quick
2: is back, Jack. Oh, yeah.